This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey guys, it's Kyle and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Pivotal Conversations podcast. Um, now, on the last episode, I mentioned in the introduction that we were going to be doing something really, really special this year and bringing something new to the podcast. And what that is, is we're going to be doing a giveaway, so a competition. And that competition and what we're going to be giving away to the winners of the competition is a free full day of business development and we're going to be doing that and giving that away to three individual winners every single month and the reason we're doing that really is because you know we'll kind of when we're brainstorming for this we're like okay well you know what is probably the biggest struggle at the moment what is the biggest struggle that um, anyone who's running a soul trading uh, business within the health and fitness industry goes through and what we come up with as a collective is the you know what most people really really struggle with is planning their future and planning the future of their business and also being creative and innovating uh, you know the path of the business but also you know the branding and everything that goes in really to to kind of creating a plan of action um, and a plan for the future because you know that's one thing that I really really struggled with for such a long time until I really got into writing. Um, it was something that I struggled with. I really struggled to look past a month or two months in my business. So one thing that we thought would be really, really cool was to kind of give away a free business development day um, to three individual winners every single month. And, you know, what this day will include is uh, we're going to kind of create a personalized 12-month action plan, but not just any action plan, but one that's aligned with the long-term vision of what you actually want in your business and as well as your life as well. Like, um, I think that's one thing that can get lost in translation is, you know, not just having a business that earns a lot of money but you know can fit around your lifestyle and can also really uh, make the impact that you want it to make Um, and we'll also be kind of creating a blueprint for healthy healthy cash flow like I know you know again for me cash flow is such a struggle for such a long time so kind of looking at your margins looking at how much you're you're profiting within your business and then kind of looking at how we can implement a cash flow model that will really really just benefit you um, and your business um also looking at our tribal branding system and how we can implement that into your business. So that'll be kind of, um, you know, going over your branding and creating and taking you through our tribal branding uh, system so that you can create a brand that just stands up, you know, steel on the wall, steel on the walls type stuff and really can express the your business's beliefs. And, um, you know, the last thing is we're going to upgrade your service. So we're going to take a look at the way you run your business, the way you deliver your service um, to all of your clients. Um, we're going to look at branding from, you know, all the way from branding to lead generation through to sales. And also, you know, how you, you get people a result. How do you actually deliver your coaching? What are the different aspects that they get and how can we make that better? and again well suited and in alignment with what your business wants long term so it's something that really really cool that we're going to be giving away to three people each month now if this is something that you want it may not be again we'll kind of be over this pretty quickly you'll be able to listen to the episode but if this is something that interests you or something or you are looking to take your business to the next level um Again, this is free, so this is something that we're just giving away. We're asking for something little in return, and and what we're asking is that you support the podcast um, on the highest level. And all you need to do to be in the running to win is leave a five star review um, 
on the podcast and take a screenshot, upload it to your story and then tag us. And then when you tag us, um, that'll automatically come to th- through to our messages and leave us a little message on maybe why we should choose you um, or, you know, a little bit about your business and what you're trying to achieve in 2020. Um, and we're just going to be picking people at random um, across the uh, across for this month but we're going to be running this every month um so all we're looking for is some support for the podcast and in in uh you know what you receive in return um is a full day of business development and you know something that's going to be pretty pretty awesome but now that that's out the way um today's episode myself and reese livingston really dive deep into um instant gratification from you know, well, it's obviously a massive, massive problem in today's society. Um, and it's also a massive problem that we see with a lot of businesses, a lot of kind of business owners is that, um, you know, uh, we're just expecting things to come at the drop of a hat. You know, we're in a, a world where Uber Eats and, um, you know, things are just, we don't really have to work for them anymore. And it's something that I think um, it's really holding a lot of people back. The fact that, you know, things take time and, and a lot of people, uh, you know, it, it really plays a massive role part in the short-term mindset that a lot of us are in where you know we we can kind of get caught up in only ever worrying about the the next moment rather than really trying to plan to the future and look into the 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 kind of deeper and and kind of more specific things like branding and the long-term vision for your company and you know just really expecting things to happen overnight so a really really cool conversation that me and reese dive pretty pretty deep into um so without further ado as always um if it's an episode that um aligns with you if it if you enjoyed it if it's something that you know you believe uh, should be shared then um share with your friends give us some feedback uh shoot us a message on instagram uh do anything really that you feel like doing um we appreciate all the support that we get we appreciate appreciate everyone that um supports the podcast and we've got some really really cool guests coming on we're going to have jordan shallow coming back on luke tullick in the near future um and you know plenty of other guests so let us know anyone that you want to come on um and really hope you enjoy the episode I think we should touch on that before we kind of dive into today's topic, which is one that I'm, I'm excited to talk about. But I guess, you know, what our plans are for kind of 2020 and, and obviously, you know, being the, the reason we're doing this is obviously because of the mastery program. And because it was for me when I when we started the mastery program, um, or the, the restructured version of it in January this year, um, one of the things that I was seeing was obviously that there was just so much surface level stuff out there like and and I don't doubt that there's 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 merit to it and and obviously creating a good foundational knowledge um when it comes to the the science and 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 you know even just playing like business topics like marketing and these kind of things like sales and all the rest of it yeah, yeah. i mean like you know they're important right and and having a good foundation um especially as a pt um it's important right and it, but it, that's all it ever is is it is a foundation and and those kind of that that's always got to be there and there's always got to be the the progression in that but i think one of the biggest things that i i seen was this there was this lack of depth in in the industry and there was this lack of depth in the way people were taught to think um and and because that's that's the most important thing right the critical thinking Man, the ability to think laterally you know and for me it was like okay I wanted to to bring and make the mastery program about going beyond that, teaching the skills of depth or lateral thinking, and um, you know, 
creating a podcast around that seemed so uh, literal and and or not literal so it was an obvious kind of move was like okay well there's something to this so let's try to let's try to show this to the world and i mean podcasting is great because everybody gets to listen for free 100 percent. and i think look one of the biggest things we're trying to do here is just highlight that we can bridge the gap that okay cool you can learn more you can have more science and more i guess education behind you but at the elite level of personal training everyone has that right it's like you, you no longer set yourself apart by just knowing stuff right it's that emotional intelligence that depth and that you know like you said that critical thinking that sets you apart from the dude that knows just as much as you um and that's going to allow you to actually progress forward not only just in business but mentally and you know just level up as a human in general yeah 100 percent um and, and you know we kind of sat down and had a meeting the other day and we kind of come up with a few things on how we can just make this podcast um, even better. Like I think that's something that, I mean, for me in business, I'm always sitting down. Like I went to Bali last week and sat down for a week and did planning. I think I wrote nearly like 25,000 words in four days. And um, I, think, I think that's something actually we can even touch on now. Like tell us about Bali. What happened? How was it? Tell me about all the work you got done because I haven't really uh, had a chance to speak to you about that. Yeah. Um, oh, to be fair, man, like I, I like to go – to Bali quite a bit and or at least get away quite a bit and um just get myself out of the hustle and bustle to do planning and strategy work like I think you know I think this is something that most PTs struggle with right is to sit down and actually talk strategy and just go on a bit of a work bender yeah and plan strategy right like I think it's the hardest thing to do especially when you're in the business so much so like when you're doing a lot of the groundwork and you're so you're doing a lot of the sessions and and stuff like that and you know, to sit down and then plan your business is is quite hard, and it's quite it's something that um, I like to. If I'm really gonna kind of go, you know, balls deep into something and and kind of, um, especially you know, planning for 2020, I needed to kind of get myself out of the hustle and bustle and get myself to a point where there was no or kind of to a place where there was no distractions. Like, mm-hmm. so I think I didn't talk to anyone until like day five. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what I did is I just sat down and I planned and I kind of looked at, um, you know, what I've seen in terms of the development of the mastery this program this year and what are the things that have come to the forefront that I think, first of all, um, like what do I think has a re- has a rise in terms of what has worked, what hasn't worked, but also what, you know, what are the key principles that, um, have made this work and um, you know what I kind of come to was that um, and obviously I do, I do a lot of reading as well so you know how can we how can we make this program a place where people feel safe where people feel loved where people feel valued um, and for then how can we make people realize that this is the place and create the environment where they can um, not only reach their potential but fucking go above and beyond change the paradigm in what they think they can achieve um, and then also, you know, create an environment where people can feel good about themselves. And, and that was kind of the stuff that I really focused on because I think that for me is like that's what's building the culture within the program. So, you know, just when I go in away, I just I kind of sat down for nearly, I would say nearly five to six hours a day, um, you know, over there. And I was training, uh, you know, my training kind of goes to another level there. But training relaxation you're getting a lot of sleep so then you know that's when you're going to be your most creative so getting over there and then you know i'll sit down and i'll just write man and i'll write and i'll write and you know i'll go there and i'll write one day and then i'll read it and the then next. read and change it all again exactly and, uh, build yeah. On it. So, yeah 
just kind of building these layers upon layers upon layers until I get to a place where I really, really like um, or love what I what I see. So, you know, for me, that was like my chance to get away. And that's something that I, I try to tell a lot of people to do is like, you know, you need to, you need to sometimes pull yourself out of the environment you're in to, to get these changes or to get this, this change in, in um, uh, paradigm or, or you know you want to if you want to build concepts you need to you need to get away and because sometimes you just need that um that pull back for momentum too like you know you can't be like 11 on the gas pedal all the time like that pulling back to a two allows you go to that 11 sometimes as well it's, so it's chess man like it's, it's playing chess not checkers right like so for me it's like okay well we got something in the program called the Gold Crusher Plan. Um, to all the guys that are listening that are master members, you'll know what we're talking about. But, um, you know, for me, this is it. It's like your ability to plan in the future and, and always be maybe six months ahead of your business is absolutely pivotal. Like um, something that has arisen is like uh, lately is the fact that what ends up happening is, you know, for instance, we're heading into December and most people or trainers or and even like, before I move on to this point, like I, I think the biggest thing that I'm happy with at the moment is the fact that we're not just drawing trainers now. Like, yeah, it's like allied getting, health in general. Yeah, yeah, man, we're getting like chiros, physios, um, EPs coming in. Anyone who's really running a business that's a sole trader. Mm-hmm. Um, some really exciting news is we've brought gyms on now. So, um, you know, we're getting gyms into the program where we're um, help training up, up level up their uh, their whole know, their team staff, right so team, all yeah. of their trainers um all of everyone who's a part of that gym or that studio or that that kind of um uh that uh that business that man. business is is coming on board and they get access to all of our workshops so you know that's been a massive massive growth but um back to the point that i was saying before is that um you know, what ends up happening at this time of year is that most people are scrambling because it's December. So they're trying to either get people in before December um, and then they're trying to plan for to get through this period of December without it copying a massive hit. So then all their eyes are on this December. And then what ends up happening is, okay, well, now I have to make the most out of January because January is when everyone wants to train. Yeah, you live in month by month. And then it's like, you, you know, you're only ever gunslinging forward. And then, you know, because... You know, and then you never actually get a chance to sit down and get ahead. Um, and, and again, this is what I was saying is your ability to sit down and actually plan this stuff is what's going to dictate the success of your business long term. But the success of your business long term will never actually occur unless you can sit down and do this stuff. So <clears throat> for me, the importance behind taking little breaks and and kind of always allowing yourself to plan ahead is is pivotal like i do it once a quarter man like and 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 really really plan like people ask me why i go to bali so much or why i go on holidays so much it's like they're not really holidays like i'm i'm getting away and like you know i'm 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 in a you know i wouldn't say a lucky position but i've built a position now where I can go away and, and nothing changes, mm-hmm. right? The business still runs exactly how it is. And there's a reason I've done that is because I like going away because of the innovation creativity that goes on within my brain. Yep. Now, I can tell you wholeheartedly that if I was in Melbourne doing the same shit Groundhog Day every single month, every single, you know, for the whole year, there's no way... It's monotonous, I'd, man. You just can't go forward. Nah. So my business would just be like stagnant because... I end up in Groundhog Day. I end up in the same mentalities, and also having the same mentalities, and and you know I'm not I'm not ever changing things or even testing my business. Like I remember when I was younger, 
I would go on big holidays and test my business to see if that it was still fucking standing when I left. I'm pretty sure we actually covered that early on, man. Like, I think back in the one-on-one -on -one training days, like, because man, I was uh, like, I had pretty uh, rep pretty good reputation to go on a holiday every probably what six to eight weeks. Mm. And I remember, I think we had a conversation. We we're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Well, only way I'm going to make this work for me not being here is to actually figure out if it works if I'm not here." so it's um it, what that does as well not only just allow you to like dictate the direction of your business but also predict where things might go wrong yeah well it's the gun like you know talking about that gunslinger mentality is like you know if you're going to go on a holiday you have to plan like you can't just go oh i'm going to get up and go on a holiday tomorrow although i did that last week <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I, I mean but I, you've put yourself in a position to be able to do that yeah i mean i knew i was going to go in december i just didn't know when so then it was like okay picked when the time was right but you know like for, for those of you who probably um you know i need to get into say you, you're not at that position yet like i think what you need to do is and and i mean don't get me wrong you don't have to do this stuff like there's more than one way to skin a cat but for me it's like you know if you're going to go on a holiday in four months time guess what you need a plan so you first of all need a budget yep you need a really really clear budget then the second thing you need is you need to be able to go okay if i go away how do I manage my clients? Which means that you're building these systems to manage the clients, which is something that you would never have done if you weren't going away. So then you've got that side of the fence. And then, you know, you've got all these things that, that come from actually making the decision to go away that previously wouldn't have happened if you didn't go away, which is what? It's creativity and innovation. So, you know, I seen that the first, honestly, the first holiday I went in was my 21st birthday. I went to Cancun, spring break in Las Vegas. Um, this was kind of back when I was a, a little, little bit of a different, yeah, different day, yeah. You know, you could say I was I was partying a little bit. Um, Let's but, just say business wasn't the first priority, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, like it became a priority because you well, learned shit went wrong. Yeah, exactly, man. And and that's what I mean is like you know it's okay for shit to go wrong as long as you can bring it back. But you know, even from then on, you know, when I went on, I went on many other holidays after that, and business was a priority at those points, mm -hmm. and it forced me to innovate and create and and look at how okay how can this actually work and and how can i can still deliver such a high quality service without you know while i'm away without you know me kind of with the make minimizing damage like and think, minimizing stress too yeah exactly like you know what how does this how's this going to work and i think you know it's just a it's a it's something now that i've I'm like to be fair like my business is as i said when i go away now nothing actually changes and, and that was something that i, I learned you know um, and that come to the forefront. Um, so, you know, we, we went away and we planned in Bali. That kind of went on a massive sidetrack, but, yep. you know, it was a good conversation, so we'll, we'll run with it. Um, but, yeah, so went away to Bali and just planned for 2020, got a heap done, um, which was really, really cool, um, and, you know, finished off with some just relaxation. Um, but, the, you know, the exciting thing for 2020 and something that we've decided to do with the podcast um, is we're going to start giving away uh, a business development day. So... Um, to, to one lucky listener, the lucky the listener. lucky listener. Uh, Who's it gonna be? Yeah, um, but we're gonna give away a full day of business development with us too, where you know we break down and create a plan. Um, we assess your business. We figure out the gaps. Figure out the positives and like all of your, I guess, your wow factors, and we can uh, you know double down on those and make you uh, get you in a position where you can actually uh, progress, move forward, have momentum. But 
know how to troubleshoot when things go wrong as well. Yeah. Um, and I guess the biggest thing is just offer a bit of direction. Yeah, so go into the goal setting and, and creating creating business plan for the next 12 months, an action plan, so something that allows you and gives you clarity. But the other thing as well is going through your branding, doubling down on your branding, um, then looking at um, giving you the tools that, so you can manage this over a long period of time um, and then uh, you know going in and, and looking at, say, different um, ways of marketing and these kind of things, but then also looking at your service and looking at how we can make your service a better service a service that actually gets people results um which is something that you know i mean i know me and you are quite passionate about but i know that you you're a big systems guy and i've seen yours and it fucking blows mine out of the park so so uh that's probably something that we can even talk about for this lucky this special lucky listener um what i'll do as well throw in a big demonstration of all my systems hopefully spark some thought um, and give you some direction to, you know, let's maybe uh, systemize some of your business to one, pull back stress, but improve productivity tenfold. Yeah. And I think, you know, just for us going, you know, that was something that we kind of sat down and, and we kind of looked at it and go, okay, well, how can we just make this, give, give this podcast something that's a little bit more. And, and I mean, no, you know, these conversations, we're going to be doing a lot more podcasts next year, but the biggest thing was like, okay. And, and a giveaway for us is cool. Cause it's like, we get to sit down and we get to riff with people. We get to meet new, new people in the industry and, and look at how, okay, well, how can we actually put what we're doing to the test for people that aren't in the mastery? Cause I know they know that it's, it's got a lot of value, but for the people out there, we want to show them value. We want to make sure that this podcast is something that, um, gives back to you guys um and, and look at the end of the day it's exactly that like we aren't we aren't sitting here talking just for the sake of loving our the sake of our like loving the sound of our own vo- our voice our own voice i can't even talk my god um we're doing this because we want to help people right yeah. um that's our mission we want to try and get uh, in front of as many uh health professionals as we can to help them help their clients um and this giveaway is going to do that give us an opportunity to help more people uh and, and give you guys a little bit more value yeah 100 percent um what, All else, right. what else have we got planned? Is there anything else or are we nah. jumping straight in? No, nah, we're, we're getting into this. Let's do it. Um, cool. So one of the, the topics that I wanted to chat about today, and I think not only is this a problem in the industry, but it's a bit of an issue in society at the moment is instant gratification and the consequences that come from the world we live in right now where every little thing Um, is given to us at our doorstep or we have the ability where we don't have to wait for things and we don't have to work for things Um, you know with all the kind of artificial intelligence the ability to learn quickly and I think you know there's a few elements to this like things like Uber Eats and these kind of things play a massive role but I think also you know even from a, a place of where in the industry now we have the ability to learn like most of the information is out there Oh, it's um, all out there. It's it's all out there, bro. Like, we're in a world where we can, all right, you want to learn about, you know, a hormonal pathway of X. You go on YouTube, there's going to be someone talking about it, right? Cool, you can learn it and you can go find out some stuff, but applying it's probably a different story. Yeah, and I think like, but, you know, even now it's like just our ability. And again, like, it's not even the fact, like, the information's out there, but people aren't choosing to learn because it's taken for granted. Like I often use the thing is like most people want to buy a house, right? Like they want to, they want to invest in a house. That's what they want to do. They want to have a family, want to have their own house because they believe it's a good investment. So, Mm. you know, there's, and that's not everyone, but you know, there's a lot of people out there where this is kind of one of those investments that people want to make. It's a massive achievement. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, imagine we were all given a house at the age of 18. Yeah. Like, 
we just wouldn't value it anymore right oh, we wouldn't we wouldn't have we wouldn't it wouldn't have the same value as what it does now and and um the biggest thing there is because you know the the best thing about buying a house and especially if you're doing it with someone or even if you're doing it yourself is that first of all you have to have like a maybe a you know a 20 percent deposit mm-hmm. right so a 20 percent deposit of 500 grand right a lot of money it's 100 grand yeah right so you have to save 100 grand right now again like Think about what you have to do to save a hundred grand. It takes time. It takes, takes discipline, yeah. right? It takes all these things that, at the end of the day, make it worth it. At the end, that's why it's such a big achievement. That's why everyone posts an Instagram photo of it. Is because when they sit down and the big sold sign goes on, like that's fucking like bang, I did this. Yeah, that nobody else did this for me, right? Like I saved the money for this. I put the work in for this, and that's what makes the achievement so good. Whereas if you were given a house at the age of eighteen. We just wouldn't value that achievement anymore because it's well. First of all, it hasn't been achieved; it was mm-hmm. given, mm-hmm. right? And and you know that's that's now it's the same. It's like you know even the way we eat food, like we we take food for advantage, right? We take all of these things to um, for advantage because they're given to us. They're at our doorstep. We don't have to work for them anymore. And you know something that I am seeing, and it's it's arising is like this instant gratification where like. Or this instant gratification mindset where um you know as personal trainers we put in some work and then when something doesn't actually work there's an inability right when our back's up against the wall because we haven't been exposed to it enough we haven't been exposed to um i guess work ethic and you know that journey that process on how to actually get things and because we're so used to things being so instant when we actually have to have that work ethic it's um a lot of the times can be a little bit of a confronting moment. We go, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, and I think we're exposed to it fucking heaps in business. Like, oh. by no means am I saying that this is anyone's fault. Like, I think that, you know, this is the society we live in. And, and I mean, this conversation that me and you are going to have now is not to point the finger at people because I don't like doing that. I don't think it helps people. What I think is, though, is that we need to create awareness around this because the you know we need to be able to like I, I talk a lot about metacognition and consciousness and the reason i talk about it is because metacognition is thinking about thinking it's like having a brain on top of your brain that watches what your brain does like could you imagine that in every single fucking moment right you you had the ability to just sit up in the clouds like god maybe or like whatever like whatever fucking, it is whatever, yeah. right yeah. and you could just watch yourself you could watch the way you think and you could watch the way you react to certain situations that you go through in life and you could watch the different and you could just pretty much watch your life like fucking sims yeah right? like it's <laughs> you, you sims too and you're just watching the way you act and and all these kind of things because then it's like you know like it's been you know like let's say fucking in business right you're you've just run some marketing and it didn't work Right, and then you know what, and because it didn't work, because it's not Uber Eats, because you can't just fucking or click a button on Uber Eats, and and all of a sudden leads get to drop to your door, and the guy's knocking on your door, and you open it, and he's fucking he hands you a there box, you and ten leads jump out, right? Because that's not happening. We 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 you know we're in a world now where it's like we're just fucking we don't know we're disappointed, do. and then as soon as we get disappointed, we're like you know we we have this inability to fucking work, and then we get lost in thought, like we've spoken about before. But I can give you a, like like first world uh, first hand experience like i remember the my first uh exposure to marketing and first uh time i tried to do some paid advertising it was like okay i did it all right sweet but i just wanted so i had someone uh pretty much directing me on how to do things but i was like just fuck, do it for me 
right? Like, you know how to make the marketing. You know how to do it. Do it for me. And they were trying to explain, all right, this is what you got to do, this and it. And it was doing my head in. And anyway, one thing led to another. The leads didn't come through. They were shit because I didn't actually know how to put the work in. I didn't know that, okay, I just need to follow the instructions. And that instructional, like, um, cue was just doing my head in. But what was the reaction to that? Like, what was the- Frustration. Yeah. Absolute frustration. And it's like, it's not until you get to that point where you go, well- what, the, what am I frustrated about? I didn't actually do the shit that needed to be done to get the lead. And then, so we're, we're looking back a couple of years, but that's like probably in that year, I really start to kind of grasp the concept of thinking about action and reaction and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's where the business starts to thrive. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying is like, that's why I fucking believe in this shit so much, man. I just think it's the key to everything. Like your ability to be conscious in the moment and have a conceptual lens or a subjective perception of your own life is so, or the own the way you're thinking is like, because what ends up happening is when something doesn't go our way, we get disappointed. Now, we live in the quantum field. So anyone out there that doesn't understand the quantum field is that, you know, um, I am no different to the couch. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is I'm made up of atoms. So I am energy. Now, the thing that people struggle with the most is that our brain is the physical, right? So our brain has uh, structures that, you know, and physical structures that can't be moved around, yeah, right? It's, conf- so it's confined to a certain way. To the skull, yeah. right? But the mind is not, the mind is the software, the brain is the hardware. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the mind is the software means that there is no confinement. There is no structure, which means that, this is why ideas, although like we can't see them, and that's the, the hardest thing we hear with this whole conversation is the fact that because people can't see something, they believe that it isn't there, right? So, and, and you know, like if you run, wind hits your face, but I can't see wind. Mm-hmm. Or like, what are words, right? Like, Just, yeah. I can't see sounds. Mm-hmm. I can hear them, but I can't see them, right? And I can't feel them. Well, sometimes I can feel them, <laughs> right? But... And, and, and this is like, this is the same thing with the mind, right? Is the fact that our mind has no confinement, has no physical being, right? So this means that the ideas in my head, they actually have energy, mm-hmm. right? So this means when, when I have an idea in my head or when I, so I go through something, when I run some marketing, when I, you know, um, you know, maybe when I'm doing some sales, when I, you know, when I'm trying to get a result with a client and it doesn't go my way, this is why... And this is why it's important to practice consciousness and, metacogni- consciousness and metacognition is because I can feel disappointment, right? And I can feel these things. I can feel, you know, um, certain um, feelings, right? Mm-hmm. But then what ends up happening is unless I have the ability to give myself that subjective perception and, and snap out of it, right, and practice mindfulness. You then, start to get disappointed about being disappointed. You yeah. have a feeling about a feeling and it just starts to, like, cycle and repeat. Yeah, well, emotions provoke thoughts. Yep. Thoughts provoke emotions. So then what ends up happening is you just unconsciously going through this and, you know, what we practice grows stronger. And that's not just from a point of view of, you know, it's something that when I, I say it a lot in my presentation to reiterate it, but what we practice grows stronger. So this talks about um, creating new neuronal connections so cortical thickening right so that when we fire neurons so much they just get thicker right they get stronger which means that that pathway will just your brain will automatically it's, ing- it's ingrained in who you are eventually yes, right? i right? want to bring this like just a bit of perspective right and this i don't even know if you've even thought about this right but we talk about instant gratification and like the house example right but i'm sure everyone at home can hear the passion you you use and the like the absolute emotion you when you talk about metacognition 
if someone had given you that knowledge, just bang, you've got that knowledge, you would not have the, you would not have the passion that you have now. Um, and you wouldn't be able to be as in depth on metacognition as you are now, right? So that instant gratification has come, or sorry, the, um, the passion that you have for metacognition has come from the process of learning it. And it's taken a ton of time. Like how many read, how many books you read? Oh man. Yeah. Don't even get me started. But you know, the, the crazy thing about this, and I'm about to go in a rabbit hole here, but I'm going to do it anyway, because fuck it. Yeah. Um, but not only that is that it's the fact that without it, I, you know, um, to practice metacognition and to practice consciousness and mindfulness and all this stuff, you, you have to, it's a process, right? Like it's, you have to understand it. like education creates awareness. But the other side of it is, is that um, it's a forever moving target, right? So it's like what we practice grows stronger. I mean, what I'm trying to say here is the fact that to do it and to practice it, right? You have to practice it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, you know, you got to go through it. Right. And and that's why, you know, you ask someone to meditate and they're like, it's just, it's like, it's me, too hard. Me. It's boring or what, yeah. whatever. But it's like, because it's like, you can, you can read about meditation and you can, you can do it, but it, you don't truly understand it until you've practiced and practice a lot. And then, you know, again, understanding that, you know, what metacognition is thinking about thinking and what consciousness is, is our inner universe projecting our outer universe. Right. So it's not the other way around. Man, that's great. I yeah. Love that. So it's like, you know, what ends up happening is the way we practice consciousness well, we don't practice consciousness. Consciousness just ex- it exists, yeah. right? But um, we have individual consciousness, and and what it is is our senses. We actually take things in, right? And then based on what our brain, our brain will actually project the world to us, which means that the way we see the world is fucking biased because it's all based on past experience because our brains are wired in different ways right and and based on past experiences so the way i see the world the way you see the world are different based on our past experiences which is based on our you know our sensory input in Mm. that very moment Um, the filters we apply to that moment yeah exactly exactly but i mean you know the crazy thing here is is that um None of that happens unless you practice it. And, and all of this stuff exists, but it's the paradigm shift. It's the education around it that creates the awareness for it. Um, but the, you know, the instant gratification of it, right, it's, it's, there is no, like it's, again, because it's a forever moving target, like think about maybe my development in maybe the last two to three years, right? Like this stuff was still happening. Around you. Around me, like there's no difference just the difference in the way I think and the way my brain processes things and, and these kind of things. So it's almost, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's different and it's a hard conversation to have, but instant gratification and, and these kind of things is that it's like almost the big tie around emotional intelligence and emotional intelligence comes from your ability to be mindful because if you can't be mindful, then, you know, you're just continuously firing unconsciously the same patterns. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably... This time of year, right? This time of year is very prevalent for that instant gratification uh, thought process to really come to the forefront because people aren't able or maybe they're not uh, aware that they should still be mindful in the back end of the year. They're on the wind down. They're in the holiday mode. They're, they're no longer thinking ahead for their business. So they get in this point where they just want shit done now. They want it. They want to put in a little bit of work or perhaps they've put in a lot of work, but they want shit to happen now. And it's a scary thought process that it's not. So like, how do you think having this mindfulness and how to, like having this uh, metacognition is actually going to improve um, 
the instant gratification thought process. Well, again, like what I was saying before is what we grow, what we practice grows stronger. So, and, and cortical thickening, it actually occurs, right? So this means that the more you practice something, the more it becomes an unconscious habit, mm-hmm. right? So if we're unconscious, like again, you got to remember what unconscious means. It means that you are not aware of what's going on, which means that like the, there's only one way to become conscious of something, right? There's only one way and it's, your conceptual lens, understanding what's going on in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So now the, the problem with this is, is that the ego exists and the ego is the resistance of that awareness, right? Because what happens when we become aware of something? We, make, we learn, we make a new neural connection. The one thing that stops us from learning is the ego because the ego is what wants us to stay as, keeps us as the person that we are, Right, because that is comfortable. So most people would rather suffer and be comfortable, right, than remove suffering and get uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. right. And the ego is what stops that, right. So in any moment, the ego comes out. So again, think about this, right? Is like think about when somebody's wrong, right? You can either choose and accept and take responsibility for being wrong, right, and learn from it and create awareness from it and develop, Mm -hmm. right. But unfortunately, to say that you're wrong in this day and age, especially with social media and all of the um, the consequences that can come with that, it can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? So especially now, like we're in a saturated industry where fucking every trainer is on social media saying that they're an expert and, and fuck, man, I do it too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, but because of that and because of we because we un, our conceptual lens understands that we're, we're we're instinctual beings we are you know we are the our biology is to survive mm-hmm. right so that is in that is instilled in us so you got to remember that that's an instinct so then what happens is is that our conceptual lens the right side of our brain tells us that if i'm wrong my business will copper hit Mm-hmm. Right, and this is why people get stuck in this instant gratification mindset. Because what ends up happening is, is that when people are wrong, the ego takes over because of that instinct and actually stops you from growing because you, it gives you the inability to take responsibility. Now, yep. if my ego comes through and stops me and is my resistance and holds me to the person I am right now because this is where I'm comfortable, then guess what? What we practice grows stronger, right? So this is where it fucking, this is where cortical thickening happens. It's not just when you read a book and two plus two is four. It's when you practice these things and the ego comes out and it wants to stop you from actually making growth then what actually happens is you're fucking rewiring and refiring mm-hmm. sorry you're not rewiring refiring that neuronal connection which means that you're letting the ego fucking stop you and hold the resistance which means that you want to break that guess what i don't like most people suppress and repress their emotions so much they actually project things so guess what the ego is holding you and fucking pinning you to the ground and not letting you grow the only way to break through that is to spend time with it Mm -hmm. is to understand it now how do we sit down and we understand it we fucking meditate because guess what meditation does it allows us to practice or not to it it makes us aware and more conscious so when we're aware and more conscious we can practice metacognition which means we can think about the thoughts we have when we can think about the thoughts we have we can be mindful so then when we're mindful we get less emotional reactivity of the thoughts that we have which means that we can actually just look at the situation for what it is decrease emotional reactivity and think about things rationally so guess what yeah 
I was wrong. Mm. But guess what? I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I'm, I understand why I was wrong. And not be wrong again. Yeah. And that way, that's how I learn. That's how I make progress. Mm-hmm. Right? And fuck, man, this is, this is, this is the key, man. Like, this is, this is exactly, and you can hear me talk about it. Like, I fucking love this shit. Yeah. And right. if you, if, like, for the guys at home, like, Kyle's on the edge of the couch and he's, he's trying to get over at me, trying to tell me this. So, yeah. And, and I mean, but th- there's a reason to that. And, and because it's, it's just so important, man, because, you know, instant gratification, it's like, you know, you're not going to be able to change that. And, and you know, the one thing that I hate, and I don't fucking hate much, man, and I try not to say that word, and I, you know, but it's like, if, if somebody tells you something and you say, I know, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, like, and, and somebody's like giving you advice, and then you say, I know, stop that right fucking now. Yep. Because that is your ego being like, yeah, yeah, you know this stuff. Like, why are or, you doing it? No, why, no, not why even, you? no, your ego doesn't even say that. Yeah. Your ego goes, I know. It's an unconscious habit. When somebody tells you something constructive instinctually, think about what I know means. It means that I, you know, I wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you say, yeah, I know, it's like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, a better approach would be, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or it's like, thank you. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Mm. Right. Like you don't have to reply. Mm-hmm. Like, because again, if you say this, if you, if you sit there and say, I know, like you're just, you're, you're beginning, you're, you're, that's your ego saying, yeah, yeah, like you know everything. Yeah, right? bro, and then, that's, and then, that resonates heaps, man, because I hear it all the time. Um, don't get me wrong, man. Me and you, we, everybody does this. Like, oh, it's not to say that we're perfect, right? Like, it's like, you know, if you say, I know, you're, you're limiting your growth, which means that you're firing a neuronal connection saying that you know everything and you have nothing to learn and you're not taking responsibility 110%. That's an unconscious habit, right? And what we fire, what we practice grows stronger. So, like, again, like, this is why we fucking have the same problems. Like, I put something up last night and it's like, you will fucking get taught the same lessons in life over and over until you change your actions and the only way you can change your actions is by fucking being having the ability to give yourself that subjective perception to be the person playing sims with your own life because again what we practice grows stronger so now instant gratification to think that you can undo fucking six to seven years of habits just in five weeks time right it's ridiculous. Right, it comes, man. That's just that. Like light bulbs are going off. Like that. I like that. I know statement. Right. When if we look at anything in a you know a business mentoring perspective, it's like okay, cool. What do you, what work have you done in the last month? I've done this. Okay. Well, you need to do more. I know. Well, okay. Let's do it. Right. And people sit there and they go. They get obsessed about the lack of result. Right. But don't see the potentiation of progress. Mm-hmm. Right. And. Like, I think one thing that maybe we can start to, I guess, express and, and try and learn and, and apply to our businesses is that don't be obsessed with perfection, but progress, right? So like people, people assume that um, progress is like you inch up, you inch up, you inch up, you get better and better, better. But like, we all know, and I'm sure people have seen the graph before. It's like, what success like? you know, people think success looks like it's like from A to B straight up. Right. But what it really is, it's a squiggly fuck off line, right? goes all over the place. So that downward spiral is still a part of progress. You're still moving forward. Right. So rather than being obsessed in the instant gratification that, okay, you didn't get the result you wanted, right. Mindset, mindset uh, shift and go, okay, well, I didn't get the, what I wanted, but I learned what didn't work that time. What am I going to do next? What's the next process? You can't actually make progress without taking responsibility for your mistakes like so it's like 
you know, as everybody might have seen this where it's like that graph thing that you said about where it's like A to B in a diagonal line and mm-hmm. then there's the other one where it's squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. Like so it's, it goes up and then it loops back around and then comes back around and it loops again and you keep going up in this diagonal line. Now, let's actually look at what that is and let's break that down. So you've got the line, you start to make progress and you make a mistake, mm-hmm. right? Now that mistake is when the loop starts to loop around. Set you backwards. Yeah. Right? Then so you, you learn. Exactly. So then we get this learning point. Now, if you have the inability, right, to to take responsibility and you let the ego creep in and actually say that, you know, you know, it was and you start to externalize your problems, right? So what happens is is most people uh, suppress and repress emotions their whole life that the only way that they can actually res- release the pressure valve Right, is by externalizing and projecting it to the world, mm-hmm. right? which is a short-term thing because as soon as they finish that, the, the, it just builds up again because they keep suppressing and repressing their emotions. That learning curve becomes massive. Yeah. Right? Whereas if you get really no, it good... Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't even start because what ends up... Again, like think about that. So when we suppress... Suppression of emotion is conscious, consciously keeping things in. Repression is unconsciously keeping emotions and feelings in our body. Mm-hmm. So I guess... So think about that. The only way that you can, you can actually get rid of that and release the pressure valve is either to project the issues that I'm having with the world, which means I'm putting it to people, which means that my clients are copying a hit, my clients are copying it, my my the, my family's copying it, my fucking son's copying it, my daughter, my cousins, my aunties, my friends, they're all copying it, they're all copying my problems, right, because that's the only way I can release the pressure valve, or I need to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Right, which is what this is why most people find meditation so hard because everything that they've been repressing and suppressing, they know as soon as they sit down with it, it's going to smack them fucking dead eye in the nose. And they can't, they can't escape it. They can't deny it. They can't say, "I'll deal with that later." They just, maybe they, maybe they can. No, but, but they can't. They can't spend time with it. Yeah. So right? that's, so that's, that's what, the push it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why it's like meditation doesn't work for me. It's like no, you just you know you just got to spend more time with it. You got to keep you got to practice quieting that mind because what ends up happening, you sit down with yourself and it's like boom, 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 and then. People People can't do it, right? So that's what happens and that's that's where the ego comes in and, and that's where the externalization of, of issues comes in. So what ends up happening is we as indivi- as people will start to externalize why we aren't successful, mm-hmm. why we aren't making progress. Why it's right? someone else's fault yeah, as well. Yeah, like it's, no, it's the gym I'm at. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I didn't get enough no. leads. I didn't do that yet. We've they, all heard they, it. they just didn't, you know, it's it's Christmas. It's mm. fucking Christmas time. It's like, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's you know, that guy just didn't, you know, he didn't want PT, man. It wasn't right. Oh, That's man. It. See, that shit, that shit cooks me, right? Like, the people, like, creating excuses, like, oh, we've said it before, you believe in their own bullshit, you tell yourself, right? Yeah. If, if someone's in a position where they are, you know, using, oh, I didn't want PT, it's like, well, why? What value did you not show them, right? Yeah. What, where can you learn? What can you improve? Yeah. I mean, we're going in a rabbit hole there, but like you're either not marketing properly because you're not getting the right people in or your sales process or whatever it is, just you're not showing enough value. Like there's no, and again, it's extreme ownership and taking responsibility so that you get the learning experience from that. Whereas the ego will try to externalize why it didn't happen and, and you know, protect yourself from, you know, you being wrong. So, mm-hmm. but going back to that, right? So like, Again, we're not saying this, and, and again, we've done this, like, I, I do it all the time, like, it's not something that doesn't happen, the ego exists in all of us, but again, without consciousness and metacognition, we can't actually see that that's actually happening. So just to kind of give a visual on that, all right, like, we do this shit all the time, but if we look at that, if we're talking about that graph again, how it loops back, right, our loop is just smaller, right, 
our ability to catch ourselves in the problem mm. and move forward is smaller, right? And that comes from critical thinking, right? So, for people, what like what are some of the com- like the common, I guess, instant gratification issues you see within the P- PT industry at the moment? Not even just PTs, man. I think it's like because what it's like this perfectionism thing. So like we work like or, or lack of. So um, first of all, like putting something out there with a lack of preparation and understanding. So like I personally think in order to have successful business. Um, you need to have alignment through, like, you need to have 110% alignment with everything you do. So, you know, I talk about things like branding and, and I think something that gets missed a lot is branding and because branding kind of talks about my values, you know, my belief system, the things we have internally and then never compromising on any of those things and, and putting effort into that and then everything we do. So, like, for instance, if you're running a podcast, it has to align with my branding um with your branding if you're doing an offer it has to align with your branding if you're running marketing it has to align with your branding if you're be. running a you know your service has to align with your branding and once you get that alignment this is why like some of the best brands in the world like apple like you know they they don't have to market that well like it sells itself so getting your your brand to a point like that so but there's an there's either an inability to sit down and put the effort in that needs to get there or there's a and then because of the lack of what people what happens is is like you know and again this is not everyone's fault it's like and it happened to me and you and we'll run and go back to the ads thing is like most people think that they're just going to sign up someone's going to run a facebook ad for them and all of a sudden their business is going to be fucking shazam yeah like you're going to be the next fucking whoever james smith yeah you're going to be the next james smith of the industry and like fucking you know you're just going to have leads popping out your ass it's like it just doesn't fucking work that way it's like you know let's use james smith as for an example is like you know fuck whether you agree with what he does or not man like his brand has alignment like you know he, he does the same fucking stuff over and over and it works and then he doesn't actually go outside of his realm of knowledge mm-hmm. right which means that he's in alignment like he doesn't try to be the guy that's going to fucking teach every motherfucker how to deadlift 600 fucking million kilo he's like okay like i'm just going to teach you how to lose weight like yeah. and and guess what i'm going to bag the fucking people out in the industry that are trying to sell you the fucking the dumb stuff the dumb stuff but and he also does it in alignment with not just his brand but who he is yeah right or maybe he's created who he is off his brand i don't know but like you're 100 right everything he does is synergistic to the uh, the one approach yeah. right yeah it's fuck this fuck that he's pretty much just a normal dude yeah. and he gives some some good information but even like so the, the instant gratification side of it is like the fact that people aren't willing to put the work in to create that alignment um and what i mean by that is actually writing stuff in the background like uh, people don't want to plan for this stuff they don't want to put the preparation that kind of goes into creating a successful business mm-hmm. or they're not willing to kind of like when things don't go their way, like they like there's an inability to dig the hills in or there's like this this emotional reactivity where it's just like, okay, well, things didn't work. I'm going to go back to feeling sorry for myself. And as I said, we live in the quantum field. So, you know, when you pro- product an energy, the people and the things around you can like conduct it. And, and it's like we can feel this. This is why when you walk into a room and there's someone you don't like or your ex-fucking-girlfriend's there, like you fucking know. Like you may not have even seen them yet and you're like, holy shit, there's something going on here. It's because we can feel this stuff. And, and that's what I mean is that, you know, like people wonder why like sometimes when, you know, we go through something at home um, or, or whatever and you sit down and like you're not making sales that week or, you know, you're disappointed with business and then things continue not to go your way. 
right? Like, he's like, you know, if you're disappointed in the fact that business isn't going well, guess what? If you're disappointed and upset about that and feel sorry for yourself and, and start to become the victim, right? And I've been there. We've all been there. I've fucking gone through a lot of struggles in business and so have you. And, and there's, you know, we're not saying this stuff again to talk at you. Like the reality is, is that the energy you produce will dictate your actions and whether you think you're a good actor or not, or whether you think like, yeah, nah, man, like I'm, I can, like people know, mm. like, you know, you can tell when somebody's on or off. Like I've had people in the mastery because I've built relationships with them know when I'm off. Like fucking Jess Dixon calling you out here. Like, you know, uh, thank you because like you're one of the people that will know when I'm off. You'll know when there's something wrong. And, and that's what I mean is that people know, right? And that's why it's important to have you know like when we talk about instant gratification is like to understand that business like fuck man like for every 10 fails you, you for every 10 like one for every one success you have you're probably going to have 10 fucking failures more right and it's like you know again this is why it's important to understand that even like when you go into like a business mentorship like understanding that it's not the saving grace like if you're looking for a savior in business it's not going to come like nobody's coming to save you nobody's coming to pull you out and be your superman like it is up to you you got to be your own superhero and i think that's one thing that people get stuck into right like like this instant gratification um modality or thought process whatever we want to call it right people might do and you mentioned it before right like six years of habit is not going to be undone in five weeks of work right so like okay cool you worked you worked hard for five weeks right sweet and you got nothing but that doesn't mean anything. You've got to be okay with having nothing. Yeah. Right? Like you've got to be okay. You've got to smile at the fact that you had nothing because guess what? You have an ability to learn in that moment. And I think that's the thing that's broken is like there's an expectation that with hard work comes result and it's like it just doesn't fucking work that way. No. Right? There is no fucking like just because there's you no work. a certain number. It's not like, you okay, you work six weeks, cool, then this, you'll get it. No. This is, this is why I love meditation, man, because like meditation can teach you so much about life and this is why fucking – Buddhist monks, man, they can sit there for 50 years of their life with no dopamine hit, without this fucking necessity of needing something, right? Like the, the key to fucking having constant joy in life is unconditional patience, is letting go, fucking let go because what ends up happening is we're so tied to the end result that we forget that the process is what fucking creates the uh the feeling and the meaning and the achievement right like the house thing mm -hmm. if you're given a house it means nothing and it's the same thing it's like you need to be able to like continuously work without getting any result and be okay with that because in because what ends up happening if you're not okay with that you fucking give up and you continuously go through this cycle of this fucking roller coaster of emotion because you're not okay you're like you you you're expecting that hard work's going to get you there and unfortunately it's not like hard work is cool hard work is a foundation of it but it's not the only element because you can work hard in the fucking wrong direction yep. and you can work hard in disalignment which is why alignment is so important but you you know alignment takes fucking brains uh, look this like this is probably a little bit of a tangent right but I feel like this kind of maybe relates a little bit to people think that they've got this specific calling right like okay fitness is their calling right but Okay, it might be, but you might not have favor on, like, you might not have, quote unquote, blessing on that path, right? You might be in a different path. You might be working in the wrong area. You know, I think it's like, there's a saying that, you know, um, something along the lines of, you know, to, for the crops to grow, right? You need, for, the, for the harvest to come through, you need to water the, water the harvest. You need to, you know, do all the things that need to be done that are necessary. You might just be watering the wrong fucking crop, mm. right? Like, 
and it's yeah, okay cool you put five weeks of work in and look i want to maybe disagree with you a little bit right hard work hard work will get the result right but it's not five weeks right try, like try five years right yeah. it's like well so for me it's hard work without that kind of reactivity right so it's like you need to be able to again you need to be able you need to be willing to put in hard work with no result and then keep putting in hard work because what ends up happening is most people put in hard work and they're like no it didn't fucking work so why would i do this it's unconditional effort yeah and it, that's exactly what it is man it's unconditional patience yes right that's why i say unconditional patience is the key to constant joy because with unconditional patience you're not fucking worried about the end result you're worried about what you need to do right you're planning for the future you're not just worried about if I work hard, I need to get this or else I'm going to stop, which think about it. Like if, if I, if I have that mentality, like I'm going, yep, I'm going to bust my ass. And then, you know, in four weeks time, everything's going to be okay. And then I'm just going to fucking relax. No, so it's a 50, 50 ratio of patience and action always. And, and what, but think about the back end, right? Like the back end is, is what if I'm, if I think like that, right? Like I just need to bust my ass for a bit and then everything will be okay. What am I thinking about? Like how, what's, what term of thought? There's an end point. That's one thing people which, think. Which is what, which is what, what, what does that alleviate, right? It's like, well, if I'm only thinking about that, then why the fuck would I think about six months time? Exactly. Right? So this is the short term mindset. This is the instant gratification. This is the, you know, and this is why people lack the inability, right? The inability to plan long term like you know you tell someone to sit down in front of a fucking you know and, and even me man like the first time someone asked me to write a five-year plan i was like motherfucker like i'm just i'm worried about next week yeah bro. right i think and i was in the room when we did that yeah and it's like but you know the, the reality is there is that if i lack the reason i lack the ability to look that far ahead is because i'm so worried about what is happening in the next month yeah now that instant gratification mindset is because I'm so worried about the end result. I'm so worried about my own backyard that I re don't realize that my business is actually about other people, first of all. And then second of all, the long-term mindset will actually allow you and it will alleviate a lot of your problems, right? But what it, because it's so hard to do, right? And because it takes courage. Like for me to plan out 12 months times means that I need to fucking understand and it's make gives me action points for that period of time so if i move out in disalignment with that i fail mm -hmm. right so most people right most people don't want to fail right they 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 ego holds them in this position where they're so worried about next week and they're like you know they, they just have this inability to look that far ahead that far in uh, ahead and that far in front right because of that reason yeah. right because of the fact that the ego is holding them in place right and that's that's what i'm like that's the whole point here is that the instant gratification mindset you're never actually going to grow until you can look and set long-term plans to create alignment in your action because how are you meant to set kpis targets and your plan your action points right if you aren't going ahead and creating alignment from your five-year plan to your one-year plan to your six-month plan to your quarterly plan to your one-month plan to your one-week plan daily and it's like daily habits create long-term success but if we like but it's daily habits in alignment correct with what i need with you're, what i want you're right? watering the right crop yeah exactly so most people like you know, they're so worried about getting this month done that they they alleviate what, what you know their the long-term plan and then what ends up happening is it just it's it's a cyclical thing yeah so I, like i can i can remember being back in you know in the earlier days in the industry i definitely agree with you like creating a five-year plan was hard and it was very hard to create i guess long-term long-term thought processes when you were so much in the now worried about fuck am i gonna have enough clients next month to mm. afford x y and z so 
having so i can definitely understand where 100%. i can understand where the like the instant gratification mindset comes from in a position of struggle yeah right however moving away from that struggle is not going to happen unless you move away from that short-term process 100% right you, you know that that's what I'm saying and you're 100% spot on is like the hardest thing to do right is to set a long-term plan when you're in a place of struggle but the long-term plan is what gets you out of that struggle because you start taking actions and creating action points and then habits and values based on the long-term plan not based on the short-term plan because the short-term mindset is the reason that we're in the instant gratification mindset and the instant gratification mindset is the reason that you go through these ebbs and flows of emotion and you can't be consistent mm -hmm. and it's like i guess it can like from if I put myself in the perspective of a struggling PT, right, I could be sitting there going, oh, well, it's easy for these dudes to say, like, they've been in it for a while. It's easy to have that long-term process, right? However, and I would have been in the exact same position five years ago. If someone had to told me, oh, you just got to think long-term, I would have been like, my ego would have been popping, like, shut up. I have to think about now, right? Yeah. But you don't. Like, mm. end of the day, you don't. Because if you keep, it's the same thing. You can't be um, disappointed with the results you don't get from the work you don't do. Right. So if you sit there and go, well, I need to think about now. And then next month, think about now, think about next month. It's like, fuck, you're just going to be chasing your tail month to month, break mm. the cycle. Yeah. It's like, as you said, it's cyclical every time. And again, like, that's what I'm saying, man, is like, we're not sitting here and we don't have these conversations because we like the sound of our own voice. Like, this is stuff that we see in the trenches every day. And, and this is stuff that we've been through, man. Like, you know, um, I go, I've been through all of this stuff, like, and I still do go through all of this stuff. We like, do, yeah. You know, I go through this fucking shit regularly, man, like, but it's like, I, yeah, I like also, I said before, bro, your loop's just smaller. Yeah, and but I also understand, like, and, you know, I've been in positions where, um, you know, where I've been struggling and, and you know, I've struggled to the fucking pee, man. Like, there's been times, as I said, where, like, you know, you just fucking feel like you're broken. And I think the whole point of this conversation is to just create awareness around the topic of instant gratification. So, you know, the guys at home can practice metacognition, you know, they can start to think about these things and, and learn about it and understand, you know, how they can actually start to progress. Right. So that's the whole point of this conversation is like, if you're, you know, if you feel like you're, you're struggling month to month or you, you know, you, you have the inability to create this long-term plan, like, you know, the first thing that I would say is, you know, think about yourself from that point of view of Sims and look at the way you're reacting and, and start to just become more aware of yourself. And then what will happen is your emotional intelligence will go up. So no longer will you, you kind of react emotionally to these to failures, but you'll actually be able to learn from them. And it's that refractory period that matters. It's like, you know, how long do you take you to recover from, from disappointment, right? Like, can you in the moment overcome that straight away? Or does it really take you a month like do you does that sit with you for a month and dictate your actions in that month and and you know as i said guys like this is a this comes from a point of view of like no judgment whatsoever because i've been there reese has been there and um you guys you, you know you can this this isn't forever like and and but if if unless you have, we, a, you have a choice for it not to be yeah and unless we can kind of get ourselves out of that instant gratification mindset it will be forever exactly right so it's and again like just remember the, the one thing that i learned and the thing that struck me the most is nothing in this world is permanent there is no such thing as permanence right and that's that's something that like if you just say that to yourself right like nothing in this world is permanent and nothing right like there is nothing in this world that is permanent right like this world is built on impermanence every single thing like and and that's the 
the drive home factor here is that's that will close that refractory period for you that will bring this kind of emotional intelligence that allows you to look at your your struggles your obstacles your your failures as actual growth points the ego will start to drop the ego and again it, it will always exist but you need to become aware of it otherwise it will control you and it will be the resistance to your progression to your growth um which is you know again your ability to become aware of the ego to understand that it exists the shadow it's like your shadow that follows you everywhere but the reality is is that you don't have to listen to it and you can break away from it um if you do the right things and you practice the right things because what we grow what we practice grows stronger so unless you have the ability to in the moment change things and change the circumstance and change the way you think and give yourself that subjective perception it's just you know it's it you, you know that's where the ability lies for you to change your, your where you are going and change your path and and keep growing and keep keep learning and, and then we can start to set these long-term goals and i think look if we just look at it really in a literal literal standpoint like um and remove the uh let's say the thought like the mindset stuff for a second just really practical like everything in this world that is either a dream or a goal is is workable right mm. the only thing that's uh, the things that are not that are fact are like laws of gravity you know that you will one day die all of that stuff you can't change right but dreams and goals can be workable if you care about them enough mm. if they if you can't figure it out it's just you don't care enough yeah it's that simple all right fuck good episode yeah man that was fun um, we could talk about this for hours so all right, we're going to end it there, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. and I guess uh, this will be out by the new year, so happy new year. Yeah. Or, or, almost. Merry maybe. Christmas. Merry we'll Christmas. go Merry Christmas. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in.